0: That's chumbacasino.com. No
2: purchase necessary. BGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. Eighteen plus.
4: Welcome to the Full Press Jets podcast. I am Michael Palace. You can follow me on Twitter at MPallasFPC. You can follow all your Jets coverage at Full Press Jets. And you can follow all your sports coverage at FP underscore coverage. Before we get into the Jets countdown, we have some major news about COVID-19 that affects the NFL draft in In a way, even though it's early, and that is the California State College System has announced that all universities within the State College System will halt in-person classes for the fall semester. That means that the University of California at Berkeley, the California Golden Bears, and the UCLA Bruins will not have any college football games on campus because there is absolutely no way, even for a lucrative thing like college football, that you can say the students aren't going to class, but you're going to have football games on campus anyway. So that's only two out of 130 schools in the FBS. But let's take a look at what could happen when it comes to the NFL draft in 2021, if there's no college football season. Now, we had Dan Hatman on the show to discuss the NFL draft from a Jets perspective and how they did, and he told me that he didn't think the NFL would cancel the draft simply because there's no college football season and scouts wouldn't want to do scouting work for the the teams under the auspices of only two years of tape. And that's fine. That makes a lot of sense from an NFL perspective. But let's look at this from a college student perspective, shall we? Let's look at the college students that are eligible. If you didn't play... Let's say this has a trickle-down effect from the University of California system and more and more public university systems shut down. And let's say there's no college football at all in 2020 which is possible. I can't give you what I believe is a likelihood because it's really impossible at this time. But let's say there's no college football season. If you're a top prospect in the NFL draft in coming out of college and you're eligible for the 2021 NFL draft, you have to think about this from from your perspective. Do you really want the NFL evaluators evaluating you on Two years of tape or three if you happen to have played for three years and didn't redshirt and a year off. Is that what if I was advising a college student right now who is playing football, I probably would advise most of them not even to put their names in for the NFL draft. So think about that for a minute. Let's think about that for a minute. If you have a bunch of college kids who choose not to enter the draft even though they're eligible. What does that? that 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 means? There's no draft. If there's nobody to draft, there's no draft. So, if I was advising them, I'm an NFL fan, and if I'm advising a college student coming out who's eligible for the draft, I probably would say it's not a good idea to enter the draft for most of them after a year off and only evaluating two years of tape because you don't know coming out of this COVID-19 thing. If you, if you haven't played football for a year, you don't know what kind of person, what kind of football player you necessarily are heading into the NFL draft. Sure. It would be great to think that you can perform on the level you did two years ago, but we don't have the tape and we don't have the progression to say that you have progressed to the point where you're NFL ready. Now, some people will already be NFL ready, but we may not have enough players to conduct a draft. Think about that for a minute. We might not even have enough players if enough people say, "I'm not. I'm going to go back to college because I need another year, because I had a year off, and I don't want to be evaluated off of what I've what I've done, because it's not enough." Well, then there might not even be a 2021 NFL draft. So even though it's just two out of 130 in terms of FBS schools, the trickle down effect on the 2021 NFL Draft could be huge. Now, I'm not saying it's going to be because I'm not going to say that we're going to see a whole bunch of schools shut down from an in-person perspective, but I am going to say the trickle-down effect is massive from an NFL Draft perspective in 2021, and losing the draft for a whole year would be Massive for NFL franchises, especially if the salary cap is going to go down and you have to build your 2020, 2021 roster purely on free agency and you don't have an opportunity to draft. That would be whew, amazing to watch. So we've got, we've got, it's a small number right now it's only two schools in the FBS there's some two division two schools that won't be playing but the California state university system shutting down in-person classes is is massive in terms of potential of what we could see in terms of the 2021 NFL draft so it's it's something that we need to pay as NFL fans. The, not just from an NFL perspective, but not just from a COVID-19 perspective. College football shutting down is massive for the NFL because necess- it, the NFL wouldn't want to shut down the draft, but if there's not enough players to draft, they would be kind of forced to. So from an NFL perspective, this could be huge and something to pay close attention to now on to the Jets and when it comes to Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky
1: lucky in line at the deli I guess aha in
2: my dentist's office
4: yesterday morning that we were at number 7 and I was wrong but we're going to do two players today so we're doing number 6 and number 5. Number 6 is actually CJ Mosley. So CJ Mosley coming back from the injury. Um, we're not going to know how what kind of effect that time off and the injury has and if there's going to be a trickle down effect from other from the injury until he gets on the field. However, when it comes to C.J. Mosley, one question was are unequivocally answered in 2019 when it comes to the first week that we saw, and we saw it all. We saw C.J. Mosley be good in coverage. We saw him be good against the run. He got after the quarterback on occasion. We saw C.J. Mosley be the linebacker of the future, for the Jets until he got hurt. And, and the question of his ability to cover was answered in that game. And it was answered with flying colors. And the problem is with... Not the problem, but the great thing about C.J. Mosley is having him on the field now opens a lot of things up for Greg Williams. First of all, having him in coverage now allows more freedom for Jamal Adams. Even though Jamal Adams was used a lot in blitzing and and going after the quarterback and stopping the run on rundowns, even though Jamal Adams was used in the box a lot, having a guy like C.J. Mosley in coverage in the middle of the field now opens things up even more for Jamal Adams to be able to do more and exploit more of his talents. And if C.J. Mosley plays 16 games, that improves the defense's ability to do more with all of their pieces. Especially a guy like Quinnen Williams, who got a lot of flack from the fans because he only had a sack and a half in 2019, and he was expected to be this dominant pass rusher. Well, when you have guys in the middle of the field that aren't capable of getting to the quarterback on their own and you need a guy like and you lose CJ Mosley now you have to have use and Williams in a different way so now with the addition of Avery Williamson and Quinnin Mo- and and Quinnen, and CJ Mosley coming back from injuries now you have the ability to use a guy like Quinnon Williams the best way you possibly can, and that's as a pass rusher. So now you, with with the addition of C.J. Mosley, now you open up the pass rush from not just a Jamal Adams perspective, now you can bring Jamal Adams down in the box even more and have a three-safety look with Ashton Davis, who, we, who was it, uh, uh, on this countdown earlier. You can use Quinn and Williams' skills all of his skills, not just his run-stuffing skills in the middle, not just his ability to eat blocks, which he did a lot of because they had to to open up things for the, def- the linebackers because they were less skilled than C.J. Mosley. So now you have instead of having Quinn and Williams on the field eating up blocks, now you have one-on-one opportunities for Quinn and Williams. And now you have a guy like Quinn and Williams who can unleash heck on the rest of the, on the offensive opponent. And now you have a bunch of options on defense that you didn't have before in 2019 with the return of CJ Mosley. So that is why he's number six on my list. Number five on my list is a rookie. And I know I've had some rookies on this list And usually, rookies probably aren't going to be on a list like this. But Denzel Mims is my number five guy. He's Robbie Anderson's replacement. Now, am I expecting him to be a 1,000-yard, 10-touchdown guy as a rookie? No. But what I am going to say is, the reason why he's number five on my list, even though he's a rookie is because his route tree is more expansive now than even Robbie Anderson's is now. So that gives the passing game more options on the outside to Denzel Mims. He's also a deep threat like Robbie Anderson was in a different way, but he's also a deep threat. In, 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 he uses his his size and strength to his advantage in the deep field, and he will win the 50-50 balls, which Robbie Anderson really didn't do much of when he was with the Jets. So he is the number five guy on my list because even though he is a rookie, he gives more options to the offense, and not, not as much as C.J. Mosley did on defense, but he provides Sam Darnold with a reliable option on the outside not just in the deep part of the field but now he can go short and Denzel Mims can use his strength to break away he's a he's a decent intermediate router runner but he needs to work on some of his intermediate stuff he's not he's not terrible in the intermediate but he still needs some polishing per se as it in when it comes to the intermediate and the short stuff, but he can be a breakaway guy on the short stuff with his strength and his ability to battle for the football. So that's why he's my number five guy. That's why I've got CJ Mosley at number six. They both open up a lot of things for both sides of the football. Even, even though, uh, Mims is a rookie. I think because mostly because it's an offensive based league now, I have Mims on on my top 5 if it were a different era I probably wouldn't even have I probably wouldn't have him in my top 5 I'd probably still have him in my top 10 but I would not have him in my top 5 That's the show for today I will be back tomorrow have a good one